All right. Hello. Welcome in. This is the Fair Cloud Group. Um, we're going to do a preview. I am with Coach El Nino uh, or Ted Lasso, whatever you want to call him. Last year's runner up in the PNTT, last year's runner up in the NTT. Um, yeah. I mean, you're probably tired of being a bridesmaid, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're just licking our wounds, man. Yeah, for sure. How you doing today, Coach? Doing all right. I mean, kicking off another PNTT, that's always an exciting time, time yep. of the year. And, you know, people, um, you know, enjoying their new freshmen, seeing how they're going to work in the lineup. So that's uh, plenty to talk about. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, in this group, we have Eugene, Flagstaff, Boulder in New York City. We'll start off with Eugene. Eugene's got a great team. Um, they were number one seed in the NTT last year. Um, they are the number one seed in this group, but you know, you lose Alan Fairclough, you lose the 25, 12 class, but you, I mean, they, they did pretty good, um, bringing in the 22, 17 class headlined by Hunter Jones. Um, that guy looks incredible. 64.1% true shooting, 24 points, uh, six assists, 2.1 turnovers. It looks like you found, uh, his Fairclaw replacement, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, whenever you have a guy like Fairclaw, four-time first-team all-league guy graduate, you know, everyone always begs the question, like, how do you replace a guy like that? Well, you do it by <laughs> bringing in Hunter Jones and Alexander Benson, yeah. both guys who, like, dynamic scores in high school and both had double-digit plus-minuses in high school. So, yeah. I mean, they are ready to win and win now. Yeah, and Benson might do a lot better if he kind of dials back the three-pointers. It's He's a little below that Mendoza line, I think. Is that what it's called? I don't I call it the Mendoza <laughs> that, line. That is the one, yep. Yep, yeah, so 33% would equal the 48. And he, so he'd shoot pretty well. He's shooting a lot of threes, you know, almost um, a third of his shots. Uh, so... You know, and both guys get to line pretty well. Man, yeah, I love the numbers. Hunter Jones is putting up 52, 40, almost 44, and 85 from the free throw line. That's that's pretty nice. How, how do you think – what do you think? Do you think, you know, he plays both and, you know, moves guy like Matthew Johnson off the starting lineup, or does he bring Alexander Benson off the bench? What, what, do, you, what do you see would work for this coach, you think? I think you definitely have to at least entertain the idea of starting them both, you know, unless mm -hmm. Matthew Johnson is just this, you know, defensive maestro. Yeah. It's really hard to, to really justify not. Cause especially, I mean, let alone their scoring, but also all three of the freshmen they bring in average over a steal and a half a game with Hunter mm -hmm. Jones at 1.9, Benson at 1.6. And then the third Jeremy Smith at 1.8. So, I mean, the duo right there, I think, is, you know, a tandem that is going to play well together. And, you know, if you need the scoring off the bench, they did graduate kind of their, their bench spark guy in Malik Allen. So yeah. maybe that's a reason to put Benson uh, on the bench. But if it's me, I'm at least starting out trying to start both of them. Yeah, for sure. And it's a little smaller, but, you know, Hunter Jones can play both positions and six ones not a deal breaker at shooting guard necessarily. So um, it should be pretty interesting. Um, see what they can do. Uh, you know, uh, 
Yeah, I think he did an A plus. You know, as good as you could. Like you, you, you can never replace an Alan Faircloud, but you know, if there was one guy in this class that could, it's Hunter Jones. You know, you look at, you look at the rest of the class. You know that I mean, there's a couple guys. You know, like uh, Noah Brennan. Sorry to bring that up, um, or. Uh, you mean Williford? <laughs> oh, was it Williford? Oh, yeah. I thought. Sorry, who was the who was your guard that was? Oh, sporting? Thomas Noah. Yeah, Thomas he Noah. A dog. He had no one. Yeah, I, too many names. I'm getting it all mixed up now. <laughs> yes, agreed. Thomas Noah. Yeah, that's that's the guy I was thinking of. Maybe he could, but I mean, Hunter Jones just seems like he fits perfectly on this team. Yeah, he's he's gonna be fun to watch. I'm gonna be paying attention to him in this tournament for sure. Cool. Let's move on to Flagstaff. Flagstaff brought in the 91, or they replaced the uh, 2439 class with the 3763 class. Um, you get uh, you get three guys, all all guards. And William Hill looks like a solid guy, you know, um, that can, you know, defend, score a little. He's playing out of position in high school. You know, there's you, none of the guys pop off the page to you you know necessarily but um you know there's some talent with that high class ranking uh they they just they lost daniel alexander and jonathan hibbler which it's gonna be hard for them they weren't a high scoring team as it was but i think william hill could handle a bigger load in uh college potentially and maybe alexander johnson too yeah from what i can remember i believe flagstaff is a big kind of defensive oriented coach yeah, yeah. and so I think that's where this class is is going to be pretty nice for him is I think they offer a lot kind of in that category also you know in moving the ball around like you said they don't they don't score a lot but I think these three are going to help them kind of you know get guys open shots and I think at least try to be as efficient as they can where mm-hmm. it really hurts them is that all three of these guys are six five or shorter yeah. and they graduated their starting center and while they do have L- Lawrence Green at backup who could maybe start and might have to this is going to be a short squad so they're mm-hmm. they're definitely going to have to get creative on you know what their best lineup is mm-hmm. yeah it's hard when you you know lose lose some players of that caliber but they'll have to be creative but I think they can figure it out um, Matthew Swope is a good player um, Devin Bertrand you know Andre Laurie, I think, was a high recruit. Um, he might even – oh, he – sorry, he graduated. I'm messing everything up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Austin Craner is going to have to have a much more efficient year this year. Um, last yeah. year he shot 42.5% from the field, 47.8% true shooting. If they can get his efficiency up and really run the offense through him, that's that's their chance to really break through after losing two great players like that. Yep, definitely. All right, let's look at Boulder Man of War 2, coached by R. Uh, J. Bernard. They lost the 101-112 class and brought the 71-128 class. Um, Justin Holloway looks like a nice wing scorer, 18.7 points per game, 8.6 rebounds from the power forward position, defends fairly well. Uh, Brandon Geyer, um, you know, shoots shoots efficiently on limited shots, but you know, you always like that when you know he, you don't have to rely on him to score big points, but you know he can make a big shot when he when he's called upon. That's always nice to have in the lineup and 
scoring uh, and having 7.3 assists per game to only 0.9 turnovers. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got some he's got some things he can figure out. They only lost Isaac Peel. Atticus Maines was their best player last year, played point guard, but had a negative assist-to-turnover ratio. So potentially putting Geyer in there, it seems like you can kind of trust him at least. Uh, maybe maybe put in maybe put in Holloway in one of the wing positions. They're still a little short, but um, overall, they have some they have some pieces they can work with. Yeah, and it is interesting that so they graduate kind of an undersized power forward at with Isaac Peel, who was six seven last year, and bring in six seven Justin Holloway, who almost has the exact identical stats. Hmm. to peel so that seems like kind of a you know a pretty seamless transition there but i agree atticus mains you know one of the best recruits in his class clearly playing out of position last year i think it's you know gonna be a priority to try to see if one of these freshmen can can hold down that that point guard spot so that Mains can kind of slide down to his more natural shooting guard spot and and we'll see if that uh you know really helps him capitalize on his abilities. I think he's a, the kind of guy who can give you 25 plus a game in the right situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Geyer really makes a lot of sense there. If you want to go with the uh, non-scorer at point guard type of route. So we'll see how that works. And um, yeah, let's look at New York city, the Lazarus effect uh, coach by coach uh, go OSUTR. Um, they made the PTT last year and replaced the, um, 207-166 class with the 156-185 class. Uh, Mason Mason Johnson averaged 22 points a game on very efficient shooting, 62.5% uh, true shooting. Looks like a guy that could play point guard, and um, if if they need that, they already have uh, four of their starters, just, just only replacing uh, Jacob Howard, their big man. They did bring in two six seven guys, but they might be a little uh, they might be a little height challenged. Um, so especially they didn't feel comfortable playing uh, Zachary Brinkman last year at power forward. He played small forward. They do have yeah. So it'll it'll just be interesting to see how they um, they figure it out with these guys. Any thoughts on you know the new recruits? Hector King does look like he's a fairly good defensive player. Maybe he could slide into that power forward um, role potentially. What do you think? Yeah, Hector King could be a serviceable option. I also like Donovan Lee, who was a freshman last year playing backup power forward. I think he, mm-hmm. he held his own pretty well. So I think he has a lot of options, but I think, you know, similar to last year, he's going to be playing kind of a long lineup without any sort of, you know, real significant height in it. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about a team that brings back, you know, both Justin Rollins scoring 22 points a game on 55% true shooting, five over five assists, two steals. Clearly, you know, the team is going to be led by him and then bring back, you know, second biggest score as well in Kevin Williams at that small forward position. We'll see, um, you know, we'll see what the three through five is going to look like. I think they definitely have a lot of flexibility um, mm-hmm. But I think this is this is a team that you know is is trying to get through to that NTT level, and and this might be the year for it. Yeah. So uh, teams, you know, 
uh, each of them, you know, I mean, I feel like this group's pretty wide open. You know, you got a lot of teams that have solid have solid recruiting classes in the sophomore through juniors. No one's elite um, for the freshman other than Eugene, but there Eugene's also replacing just such a big part of their offense. Um, and then you also look at Eugene's schedule. They do have Huntington Beach on on the out of conference uh, schedule. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it could be wide open. Uh, what What do you think? What Who do you see kind of coming through in this group? Yeah, this this is an interesting group. I mean, just kind of going through an order. I mean, Eugene, obviously, we, we love their freshmen. But, you know, if for some reason those freshmen don't work, I don't think they have a whole lot of other places to go. Um, and so that mm-hmm. could be something that, that could create a problem. Uh, and then, you know, you look at a team like Flagstaff and kind of have a similar issue of, you know, if you don't have someone who can play center, they're they're going to struggle in the rebounding department. Now, what does help them out is this isn't a huge group down low. Mm-hmm. They, they all kind of play similarly. So I think yeah. that kind of, you know, everyone can really breathe a sigh of relief there. Uh, Boulder's a team I like a lot. I just – they got to figure out the point guard. You know, yep. if, if Geyer can't do it, then maybe Mains is there mm-hmm. again. And I, I don't think that's a good situation for them. You know, only scoring 70 points a game last year while still being good defensively. I think they're going to really struggle in this group, which scores a lot, I think. And then yeah. uh, I think New York city has the least kind of question marks in terms of kind of overhauling their you know, their roster, you got Rollins back, you got Williams back, you know, you figure out power four or figure out center and you'll be all right there. Um, So, yeah, I I agree. It's wide open. You have to, you have to like at least Eugene's freshman coming in. If those guards are good, they bring back the three through five. And, and so you could see how they might be the favorites, but I think this, this group's going to really cannibalize itself. Yeah, I could easily see the winner with four and two record, maybe even three and three with a high point differential. Um, I like Eugene. Just, I mean, even I think even though they have, they're supposed to have a tougher schedule being out. They kind of lucked out with uh, some of the group, some of the um, teams just kind of falling a little bit in the rankings. Blacksburg didn't bring in a great recruiting class, and they're obviously a solid team overall. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we'll we'll see though. You know, Huntington Beach I think will be really solid, um, regardless. But uh, we'll see. I so I I think uh, yeah, I like I like Eugene in this group. Um, who are you picking? I think I'm going to go with New York City. Okay. I I, I like I like uh, you know that experience at the guard positions. I do think that. There's some options, maybe some better options at shooting guard from what they got last year. Um, and, and so maybe that's where Mason Johnson can step in and they can mm-hmm. play around with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to pick them. I think they, they have a lot of questions already answered and just need to figure out that center spot. Yeah, for sure. And I think they kind of – the schedule makers did them a – couple favors and getting Eugene first, you know, where Eugene's still trying to figure out how I break in this lineup and 
Yeah, that's, exactly. That, that's the game you want to play them. You know, it's like, okay, before they figure all their stuff out. So mm-hmm. if they win that one, they're, they're in business, but you know, you still got Santa Fe in the, in the other conference, which is a tough game. They're in 21 um, preseason. So um, yeah, we'll see. It should be interesting. Great. Well, any, who are the players you want to watch in this group? I think for me, probably the top three or four players are, you know, obviously going to be Hunter Jones. We've, we've talked about him at length. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Atticus Maines, I'd like to see what he can do at shooting yeah. guard. That's kind of where I would expect to see him. And then uh, also excited to see if, if Austin Craner for Flagstaff can yeah can get more efficient this year they're they're gonna need that and then i think last lastly new york city it's justin rollins so yep. apparently i'm just really into point guards for this group yeah i mean kevin williams looks pretty nice too i really like the way he plays and um not the best defender but you know um can pass and score and plays pretty nice out of the uh small forward position for new york city um you know it, it, it's going to be an interesting group. A lot of small ball, you know. Uh, teams aren't, you know, really relying on their big men to put up huge points or get a lot of rebounds. But um, yeah, a lot of six, seven, six, eight guys. So it should be fun. Yeah. Cool. cool. Well, thanks so much, Coach, for coming on with us. Uh, best of luck to you and your team this season. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Yep. Same to you. See ya.